Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Freedom Wire, your number one source of patriotic truth. Holy sh shenanigans. <laughs> we are in the same room at the same time. Rona be damned, we're here. And today we're going to talk about AOC and the left's, uh, what did you call it? A Olympics? A, uh, a, the, the AOC and the Suffering Olympics. The Suffering the Olympics. created for us. The, victim, the victimhood of the left. Uh, we're going to talk about that today uh, and, and see where it goes. Also, before we get started, do us a favor. Please like the video, share the video, comment on the video. Do you think AOC is full of the caca? If you believe so, like we do, please comment below. Also, uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel and hit the notifications bell. That way you'll know every time a new episode is up. Also, if you're not a member of FreedomWire, become one. It's really easy to do. Click the link on the bottom right-hand side of the screen. Give us your email, and we'll start sending you stories that are important to conservatives like you and like us, and you probably won't read anywhere else. All right, guys. So Good to be back. Yeah. Good well, see, hey, since we all have a, a liquid beverage, let's... Grace yeah, can toast with water here. You can, <laughs> I didn't know it's, okay. it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Cheers. You're still <laughs> technically the new person. <laughs> yeah. I've already spilled all over. Yeah. So, to confirm... We are all verified COVID negative. Some of us have even had it before, then survived. So we they're, sound like they're we, all good. We can't spread I it to everyone. I thought everyone points at me, even though I've never been sick in this room, yeah. just because I've been so many places. So if you know if you're if you're a conservative who's concerned or a liberal trying to dunk on us, we can prove to both of you we are we are COVID negative. So yeah, I don't know. I've been in some places today. Yeah. I might I might have caught Who, it. Today. Who's to say? Who's I, to say? I'm not. I, gonna, who's to, who's to say? This but I, I tell you, I'm not going to be a statistic, so I'm not taking that mm. test. <laughs> you don't have to now. This, is, have this to. is Biden's America. Everything's also, better. we didn't acknowledge the elephant in the room behind us. The president, former president, mm -hmm. the, off, the head of the office of the former president is here. Four years in the White House, forever in our hearts. Yeah, so. so, yes. So, AOC and the fake, poss possibly fake, most likely fake. Well, at, 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 the, at the very least, it is exaggerated. Mm -hmm. Um at the worst, it's fake. Yeah. So at the best, it's exaggerated. At the worst, it's fake. AOC talked about Ted Cruz almost getting her murdered. Um, she she wanted him kicked out of. She wanted him to resign. She wanted all this stuff because they thought the 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 election should have been looked at a little bit deeper, um, which we all do. Um, during the riot, she talked about hiding in her bathroom because a. A, a man, a mean-looking man, came into her office, and she hid in her bathroom, and you know it brought up some traumatizing memories. Now, that being said, I wrote an article about this the other day. We can understand if a a you know a riot and being forced to hide in the bathroom would would drudge up some terrible memories, and and we would never belittle somebody's uh, traumas like that. However. There was no emergency. There was no people in the building. There was nothing going on, but this police officer, this Capitol Police officer, who was trying to bring her to safety, had a mean look on his face. And this is this is the, the point, I think, that's kind of important to get to, because like AOC was saying, she, her, she said her office was under attack, she hid in the bathroom, she was really concerned, and she heard someone looking for her in the hall, 
and it turned out to be a Capitol Police officer, but he looked angry, so she was afraid. If she had, you know, put all that forth as just saying, you know, I, I was concerned, it brought up memories of past traumas I've suffered, she was very upset by it, that would be one thing, and that would actually make sense, and then we could even do a podcast defending AOC on that subject. But where she ended up was immediately saying, everyone who's saying this is, this is false is lying, it's misinformation, and in a recent press release said she wanted big tech to censor everyone who was using the hashtag AOC lied or <laughs> hashtag Alexandria Ocasio-Smollett, things like that. So to clarify, she wasn't even in the building during the Capitol riot. The rioters were never in her building, they were never near her building. Her office is in the Cannon Building, which is at least a hundred yards and across a street away from where the rioters were. But it took over a month before anyone looked up a map of the Capitol Hill plot to think about where her to office figure out was. where that actually happened. <laughs> she backtracked and said she was in a different congresswoman's office. That congresswoman's office is in the building next door to AOC's not in the Capitol. To be the whole thing's a lie. To be fair, Ted Cruz is the Zodiac killer. Mm. So she has right to fear for her life. Look that up. <laughs> That's, the That's a conspiracy on the internet. Look uh, Ted Cruz owns it at this point. <laughs> yeah. To his credit. I'm not making that up. It's true. There's weird people on the internet. Well, here's the thing. This is, this is, like, this is a problem. Not only because, again, the left loves, loves their victimhood card. They like to pull it out whenever possible. But the problem is, is, is she used a, you know, the the emotions of a traumatic uh, incident that many women have had to go through to elicit uh, sympathy for something that is isn't real. It's like she's using that, and 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 what that does is it is it um, what's the word I'm looking for? Where it it basically it. Uh, takes takes away from any woman yeah. that 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 this could truly happen to that's that to me is the the worst part of this is is it, it's just a bad look all around because now it's like oh here we go now this woman's gonna say the same thing mm-hmm. and it, it, each lie that happens it cuts it cuts the um, seriousness of something like this people are gonna be skeptical is what you're saying yeah uh, before they hear the story you know it's true. Unless you're Joe Biden and you're accused of it, and then and then we don't believe all women. Yeah. It just goes to show you how valuable virtue signaling is in social media. Because the only reason she did that is to get sympathy from people, to be more well liked, or to seem relatable, or something like that, and to seem like make it seem like Republicans got her killed, and it's all their fault. They should be impeached from the Senate, and it, it just it social media and virtue signaling is worth so much more than money these days. So, I mean, they, this is not anything different from what they do all the time. They always abuse causes and stuff to, for their own personal gain. It's always disgusting, but... Yeah, I feel the need to, to point this out here because it was just so shocking how, how this went down. Because it's all... Like, the first time she told the story was on an Instagram Live thing. She was on the brink of tears recounting this thing as... You know, she describes how this officer came in, and even though he wasn't a rioter, she just felt so unsafe and hiding in the bathroom, thinking, "This is it. This is the moment I die," and all that. Just peak privilege. Yeah, yeah. She was she was crying about it, or like on the verge of tears about it. It takes a 
hardcore sociopath to cry over a lie you are telling, like, or that. or someone who is actually traumatized in the past, and then, but her actions following that, as she repeated the story, and then called for big tech crackdowns on people pointing out the lie and all that. It shows that this was not traumatized memory. This was a calculated thing. And this is, you know, one of those moments that makes you realize AOC is not stupid. Oh, no, She, no, she no, says no. a lot of dumb things, but she is a very smart, I calculating person. I always judge person. people who cry on camera because I mm -hmm. think that is a sociopath thing to do. Yes. If you're crying alone at home, you're like, because you are genuinely hurt by a situation that happened or you feel like it was a, you know, she's terrified of the Capitol Police, that's different. And people usually don't feel comfortable expressing those feelings publicly because there's this whole shaming aspect thing, which is what the left talks about all the time with women's issues. And it, for her to, to do that is just, yeah. it's just not, it doesn't sit well with I'm me. not shaming people for crying. I think she's exploiting yeah. all the women who have had real tragedy. I, I do have a proposition. Maybe AOC can take Donald Trump's place in the, in this, Screen Actors Guild. Yeah. Now that he has relinquished his spot, uh, maybe AOC can take it because she yeah. seems yeah. to be a pretty I good mean, actress. Being, being able to cry on demand is a pretty valuable skill. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're gonna I mean, get, if you're gonna give one to a guy that killed more people yeah. than uh, than any other governor yeah, more, in the more, United uh, States, more deaths in Cuomo's state than most countries have. But, but check out our last episode to find out more about that. It doesn't matter if it was in a hospital or, or a nursing home. They die. Difference does it make? They die. Yeah. That's a leftist go-to. What difference does it make if they die in a hospital? Yeah. What difference does it make that we knew about the Benghazi attack? But, Whatever. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, and it goes with that victim, a victim mentality. Um, think about why uh, Joe Biden uh, killed the Keystone Pipeline. Because some natives, because the pipeline went through some native lands, uh were against it. Meanwhile, there were plenty of other natives, Americans, that were for it. Um, have you seen what the pipeline looks like, what the land looks like? It's beautiful. What they, what they, what they do after they put, lay the pipe is they beautify the area. How this is disrespe disrespectful is beyond me. But they use that victim card to kill American jobs. Well, because this little tiny segment of our society is offended by this, that we have to kill this job, and these these you know twenty five thousand temporary jobs. By the way, libs, every construction job is temporary. Yeah. Just so you guys know, eventually build it on. Yelling at them to learn to code is not a valid response yeah. to killing you, a skilled construction. You know, you know who's a jackass? Sorry. <laughs> John Kerry. I'm just saying. He was like, "Oh, you could just get a different job. You could just transition over to." That's not how it works, dude. I know you're in, you're in Martha's Vineyard or wherever you're living with the Heinz you know, ketchup person, the you know the heiress or whatever. Right? But you don't understand these things. But stop talking about things you don't know what you're talking. about. I don't call him John Kerry anymore. John. No, no, no. I call him the Nature Boy. The Nature Boy. Because he's jet flying, yeah. limousine riding, wheeling dealing. The only thing he's not is a kiss stealing son of a gun. But, but he, you know, he is the exact opposite of what he's trying to get the world to do. Oh, I took a private jet. Again, mm -hmm. victimhood mentality. Oh, it was the only reason I could take a, the only way I could get to Iceland <laughs> to accept this obscure award was by taking a private jet. Yeah, I mean. Award on the environment, yeah. too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like all the celebrities who take jets to 
climate summits and all this stuff. It's like, you think you're so special because of what you're doing that you're exempt from the rules you want to apply to everybody else. And this is the thing with the, the victimhood mentality that the left is known for now. How do you even quantify suffering? How do you, how do you put a number on what you've gone through? It, you know, of course they try to use the, the intersectional hierarchy of any black man has suffered more than any white person, but a black woman has suffered more than a black man because she's also suffered misogyny in addition to racism. But if she's not, if that black woman is disabled, then she's even higher. But even that doesn't work because it's so entangled it doesn't make any sense. I actually wrote an article on this, geez, shameless plug for over, over a year and a half ago that I wrote this thing. But it was on them trying to replace the SAT exam with a, uh, a test that included div uh, diversity scores and uh, like a suffering chart, where students who have a more difficult background would be given more consideration and higher points. Well, and here's how, a, do you, how do you put it? Here's a question. Make sense. Here's a question. I, or it's not even a question. It, here's the thing: is everybody, every single person that we come across, goes through their own battles. Um, I had a very rough childhood, <laughs> you know, like very rough. And, and it's not about bringing that pain forward. It's about being able to grow and leave that pain in the past and become a different person. I don't care how much you've suffered. I really don't because I've suffered too. We, there's been a lot of people who have suffered. What needs to, what needs to be um, championed is those that have suffered and still persevere without having to get the the help of you know the federal government giving them a huge grant or you know something like that you know I, you know not to you know again not that we get super personal in here but the bottom line is is what I went through as a child I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy um, and and but yet there would not be a, a uh, there's not an SAT question you could create that would actually help what me what I went through or what a, a lot of people gone through. Uh, how many how how many whacks with a two by four to the head does it take for to knock a twelve year old out? You know, is, is that what we're gonna ask answer these questions because. That would be something that I could tell you. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I gotta do the, I'm going to do the Saved by the Bell thing right now. Liberals, if you're watching, there's no such thing as equality. There's no such thing as equal outcomes. I know it's, I know it's shocking. I know because equity is now the word of the day in the Biden administration, but we're all different. We all come from different backgrounds. We all have different skill sets. We all have different personal demons. Whatever it might be, there is no such thing as equality. There's only In America, we believe in one form of equality, and that's under the law. And if that's not being executed properly, then that's a different discussion. But. And our country was also founded on the fact that men are created equal under God. Natural which, rights. And natural, natural rights, the law, and that, you know, an actual mm -hmm. concept of God. And these are all things that the left wants to throw out. And if you've noticed, they've even stopped talking about equality. It's not about equality anymore, it's about equity. Completely different thing. And it requires completely different steps, because at least with equality, everybody's made the same. With equity, they want to give everybody something completely different to make them end up at the same place. Very different, but also a lot worse in that it requires, yeah, we're going to be treating this group differently from this group because we think this one over here deserves more, they need more help. 
instead of just kind of get out of everybody's way and let them do their own thing. It is physically impossible to lift yourself up by your bootstraps. Well, okay. it's fundamentally different. Uh, conservatives fight for equal opportunity and liberals fight for equal outcome. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing as like socialism versus capitalism. It's a fundamentally different way of looking at the world. And one of them is wrong. Yeah. And <laughs> it that, just doesn't work. that's the thing. Like, if you have two people who are more or less identical, say one of them's white, one of them's black, they're putting in the same amount of effort into the same thing and getting different results. Then you can look at that and, okay, try to figure out why maybe there's some sort of systemic problem, maybe there's some sort of barrier in place, but you can't just look at groups collectively and say, this one's here, we're gonna mix it up to try to, you know, make sure everyone gets the same place. Mm -hmm. All that does is bring everybody down to the lowest level. Let people lift themselves up. And that's not a racial thing, that's every individual person. It's the grievance industry. They need to feel aggrieved about mm-hmm. something. They just they can't live without it. They they just can't do it. I, I mean, who wants to live that way? I'm sorry. I don't know why you want to live that way and just feel like the victim every day. I don't. That's no way to live. The more you've suffered, the more valid your opinions are. So if you've suffered a lot, you're at the top of the game until someone who's suffered even more comes. Well, along. what's worse is if you 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 can't have an opinion. If you're you don't have like if you do, if you don't have anything in common with these people, then you don't get to have an opinion. But what do you mean? So because I don't have ovaries, I can't have an opinion on abortion. Or or look at data and look at the, how the cops are not just gunning black people down. Last year there was 15 unarmed black people shot by police in the entire year. And if you break those down further, there was they were threatening the cops even if they didn't have enough firearm on them. But but so since I'm not a black person, but I I can't have an opinion, but I can read read numbers. Mm-hmm. And that was the Washington Post, by the way. Uh, data that wasn't like it was like Breitbart or something. That was the Washington Post. So take it up with them. And if you look at what people do with the the victim status they're given, it shows that it was never about trying to balance the scales or make things better. You know, it's trying to. It's it, about getting and, something. Yeah, Jesse Smollett getting paid. Yeah, he he fakes a hate crime and gets away with community service. But the last time I checked, Kamala Harris's tweet calling that a jeez. Calling that a, a modern-day lynching, that tweet was still up. Mm-hmm. They never walked that back, even after they found out that it was completely fake. Um, Bubba Wallace got a huge platform and got uh, NASCAR to ban conservative or, uh, Confederate flags and everything because there was a rope used to pull down a garage door that someone had tied in a knot. They put a bunch of FBI agents on that just to find out that yeah, that's been there for he's a long time. He's impressing himself. Exactly. Him Colin Kaepernick starts kneeling because he's mad he got benched. And then suddenly he lands a job with Nike talking about how he, sta- he stands for something even if it costs him everything. Even if it costs him a job he wasn't particularly good at and lands in a very lucrative contract with Nike instead. So what's but, AFC's goal? Uh, I she, know she's it accomplishing is. it right now. It's It's votes. Mm-hmm. It's votes. It's... When it comes to politics and if politicians, the more sympathy you can get, the more the more uh, likes and views you can get, the more likely you are to get voted in. There is what the the name value is huge. If if that is why we see so many incumbents win, because their name has been said so often, people, the regular voter goes into the booth and goes, well, "I know that name. I'm going to pick it." So the more we hear it. 
the more pe more likely people are to, to to vote for it. And we saw that with Trump in 2016. I mean, if we're, if we're going to be honest, the media would not stop talking about him, and that was great for the campaign. Free campaign advertising on every news channel there was. And there, and she's also talking. There's been, you know, for about a year or two that she might run again. Uh, uh, reporting that she might run against Chuck Schumer in 2022. Wouldn't that be something? No. Get the popcorn out on that one. That would be fun. They yeah. wouldn't let it happen. I, I mean, I'm sure they would try not to. But we'll the thing about AOC is that she tends to do what they don't want her to do anyway. Gotta give her that. And then they fall in line. <laughs> Like, remember when yeah. she first got there, her and Nancy Pelosi used to fight all the time. They mm -hmm. clashed on everything. And after about eight, nine months, maybe a year, Pelosi fell in line, and suddenly her and AOC are agreeing on just about everything. So there's a weird way it works. And, you know, in addition to doing it for sympathy and for votes and everything, it, it exposes the underlying agenda when she wants to have big tech censor a hashtag that's calling her a liar. And don't forget, this was the woman who, a little over a month or two ago, was talking about she wanted a list of everyone who supported Trump. She wanted the accountability project mm -hmm. to make sure that all his officials couldn't get jobs. And even beyond that, wanted to know who just out in the world supported him, enabled him, as they said. So that's what it's been about. That's what, that's what the goal was. Because I always think about this, right after the left was saying they were going to make lists and the right slammed them for saying that, the right turned around and did the same exact thing when Republicans didn't vote their way. They are like, we're going to make, here's all the people who didn't object, you know? And there's nothing to be said for voting people out if you don't like them, but I don't think we should be, anyone should be making lists. No, stop, stop no. making lists. <laughs> stop making lists. If, if, if your congressperson does something you don't like, you can vote them out. That's fine. Don't compile a list of every congressman and senator who's ever done something you don't like, so that, you, so that you can launch legislative action against all of them. It's it's too much. Like mm -hmm. that's not how America is supposed to work. But I I will say so. We were talking about is AOC smart. I I think you have to distinguish between two things. She's very smart with media. She's very smart making connections. Those Instagram lives have been really good for her. Like she, she's the ones I mean, she, she can really connect with her voters. She's very good at that. And then there's her knowledge of economics and policy and philosophy and everything else in life. Not so much. Well, I guess it's, it's that whoever has that degree. <laughs> yeah. That's really, really what it is. I, I'm very you're, upset you're, that she yeah, has the same degree as I have. And she and she went to like a seventy thousand dollar a year school. You know, we can learn a lot from AOC because she's really good at engaging young people. She is not only through her her Instagram, mm -hmm. her lives on Facebook and whatever, but she has also gotten in Twitch now, and she's like one of the most watched people streaming among us in gaming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. does so, she game? I, mean, I guess she does participate in some gaming, but she mostly just like talks and stuff about life, and it's not necessarily political, but she, you know, throws some like, politics political. in. Yeah. It's, know, it's always political. It's, it's gonna get there eventually to be like blatantly political, but yeah. for now. The only thing nowadays that's not political is politics itself. Now politics yeah. is a religion. The rest of the world is well, politics. It's a sport. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, And one more thing, it's weird to defend her at all, but I, I, I kind of, she would come, she came. She was a bartender before this, and she kind of people like deride her for that, make fun of her for that. But I think it's kind of cool. I mean, it's it's a very American story. I wish she would she would understand that capitalism isn't so bad. This country is not so bad. She goes from a bartender to Congress. That's a very American story. In, same same way you'd like to think that uh, Ilan Omar was inspirational. Only just yeah, I guess you such terrible. Yeah, 
had terrible ideas. To say about it. Oh, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, but but, but she they, should. But the story right. itself they disqualify yeah. is incredible. Themselves. I wish she would appreciate that story of her own. Yeah, more. <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. rescued from a war-torn country, yeah. brought to America, married her brother. Well, that that part. <laughs> Ah, you know, it's how every story ends. Funnily story enough, ends. that was actually one of the last episodes we did before uh, mm-hmm. before the COVID lockdown. Uh, that story really got buried under viruses and impeachments and riot and, and shadow bans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely <laughs> looking at you, YouTube. But definitely on the scale of pleasant person, AOC is way ahead of Omar. But that's not oh, yeah. that's not hard to do. But we're not here to rank the squad. We all know how that works. <laughs> that would be an interesting. Be episode, I would want to rank the squad. Yeah. Like and and then we can already say the thing is is we all forget about Ayanna Presley. Ayanna. Ayanna Presley. But she has said some nasty things. She is she is a mean mean chick, man. Um Wow. These, are, these are some of our leaders, folks. Yeah, this, and this is they, who's in Congress right now. But look, can we do better? We do, and we, we have some weirdos on our side too. Yeah, I mean, and, and let, let's not be you know if we're gonna call balls and strikes, let's call balls and strikes. We have some weirdos on our side, um, but at the same time, they at least we know that our weirdos have a base in reality. They they realize that socialism. For the yeah. They realize that socialism is an evil that must be stopped. And as if whatever side of the line you're on there, I am on the, I will always side with the people that is are against socialism. Lenin said it. So the the goal of socialism is communism. Communism killed 100 million people over the last century. So here's the thing. I don't care I don't care. there may be a Ninety-nine percent of the things that I would agree with—I'm not saying there is—but if there were, there were ninety. I could agree with ninety-nine percent of the things that a liberal would said. But as soon as they said, "Let's get socialism," I would be on the other side of the line with the one percent of conservatives that I didn't like. Yeah, and real quick, I know we're wrapping up here. Is like that to me, and the people on the right don't quite understand socialism too. Some of them, they don't understand that it is the complete takeover of pretty much every aspect of life, especially the economy. And, and so that's to me is why we just have to de- destroy that idea. We can argue about, you know, government policy, like the size of government. Should we have Medicare for all? Like we can talk about that stuff, but even that it pales in comparison to how bad socialism is. It, you, know, you have a, you know, have Medicare or whatever, social security. Like we can debate on how much we spend on that, but we can never, we should not have a debate on socialism. That should be a dead idea. And, and unfortunately it's people like AOC and the other members of the squad that are keeping it alive and tactics like this are what they use to do it. Yeah. You know, they, they get the sympathy and then suddenly anyone who's against their ideas is against them and they're targeting people who were victimized by angry rioters and stern-faced police officers and all that. So this is why there's more to the story than just, oh, she lied about it. Like, there's a, there's a reason for it. That's a big part of the reason. And it brings us back to that one argument we had a couple podcasts ago. It's a problem with having a binary system. It's either you're either for one or against one. And that's kind of like the way it's got to be right now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Uh, if you like what you heard, do all that stuff I asked you in the beginning. Like, share, comment, all that good stuff. Become a member of Freedom Wire. 
You know you want to do it. If you're not already getting our mailings, you need to get them. They're very important. And, uh, you know, they're Pulitzer Prize winning things yeah. that haven't won a Pulitzer Prize yet. The standard for the Pulitzer Prize is so low. We, we have yeah, to well, I'll, I'll, I'm going to nominate you, Ryan. How about that? Thank you. <laughs> He'll nominate you right back. We'll all yes. just we'll just nominate, nominate each everybody. other. Yeah, you're Norwegian, so you can. Uh, I can do it. Yeah, yeah. I have, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I have some spell. I have some. I have yeah. some pull in that area. Yeah. All right, there you go. Thank you. It's <laughs> a, a great honor. But if you made it this long, your prize today is a brand new fidget spinner. Collected, collected, collected at the lobby. <laughs> um, guys, everybody, anybody have anything they want to close with? I'll give a, a quick shout out and a thank you to anyone who uh, stuck with us th through the Zoom group. That was almost a full year mm. of recording podcasts via Zoom. Um, it was fun. Content was awesome. We got grace out of the whole thing, so I'd say it worked out for the team. But I'm sure that was probably interesting to watch at home. So if you watched any or all of those episodes, you're the real MVP. We appreciate you. Yeah, I'll just say, stop liberal, stop crying. Over everything. Just stop. Just stop complaining. Stop yeah. crying. Stop playing the victim. I'm sick of it, and I know I'm not alone. Conservatives stop crying, too. Everyone stop crying. So yeah. No crying zone. There's no crying in baseball. Would, would Rambo Trump cry? No, he would not. No, he would kill every commie in the room. <laughs> no man. He'll no say, man, we're not finished yet, so let's keep going. We have to keep going. How rad would it be if that's what he looked like underneath that suit? It's the McDonald's, man. <laughs> how McDonald's awesome, how awesome would that, that be if that's what Trump looked like underneath that suit? <laughs> Pretty dope. Yeah. I'm going to say probably not, but I'd, I'd, be, cool. I'd be a bit concerned. Cool. <laughs> but hey, Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon can do it. If he can do it. Does, Trump does can watching do it. the Gorilla Channel burn calories? I don't know. But. He's in perfect health. I'm in perfect All right. That's it for us. Thank you guys for watching. Remember, you're American. Stay free. God bless you.